Hi, my name is White James Moore, and you are listening to my dad and your host of the Lifestyle Asset University podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Lifestyle Asset University podcast. I'm sorry I missed you guys for a couple weeks. I was actually spending, spent 10 days in the Alaskan wilderness surrounding Yakutat, Alaska, out on an annual fishing trip I go on. So, out of touch with uh, with reality there, and no service, no cell phones, no internet. Um, really, really a fun trip, but I'm really glad to be back with you guys. Today's topic is really talking about and revolving around finding the perfect location, and are you worried about the wrong things? There's a, still the number one question I get all the time is where are the most profitable locations? And I really wanna challenge you to ask a different question. I've talked about this before on podcast, if you've ever been on um, on the phone with me on strategy sessions or anything anything else, we probably talked about this. And when you ask better questions, you get better answers. And a lot of us are, you know, we're just ingrained to say, hey, where are the best locations? It's, it's typical, right? With real estate, we want to know where we're going to make money, where are the best locations. We always hear location, location, location with real estate. And so it's a natural question that we get and, and uh, we have answered all the times. Because your short-term rental is a long-term investment. And when you're looking at locations and markets, they change over time. And and what's even more confusing is like all the publications out there, all of your blog posts and your um, magazine articles and everything else, all these management companies, they love to promote the top location lists. But it's because they know that's what people want to see. However, if you ever pay attention to those lists, they're like musical chairs. The, whoever's at the top this year is going to be at the very bottom next year. And the reason is, is because most of the time they're looking at a ratio between the acquisition price and the revenue generated by the property. And that's usually calculated by some calculation of the average nightly rents and the occupancy. Now, when that happens, though, and these publications put publish these lists, all of a sudden, like, for example, um, last year, Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge, Tennessee were at the top of the list. And what happens is once they make hit that top of the list, well, everybody goes there. Everybody starts to go there. Well, when you have a lot of demand for an area and supply is low, guess what happens? Prices go up. So now all of a sudden your acquisition price is going up. Well, now there's a lot more, a lot more short-term rentals hitting the market in that area because a lot of people purchased for the intention of, of you know, making them a short-term rental. So when more inventory hits the market, naturally, Prices start to go down because that's what 98% of the people do is that's their marketing strategy is to try to lower their price because that's all they know how to do to stand out on whatever platform they're on. And so prices go up, acquisition prices go up, nightly rates go down, and occupancy goes down because now there's way more supply on the market and everybody's kind of getting their fair share. When you know when you're on Airbnb and VRBO, these big OTAs or the management companies who are managing all these properties out there, everybody's getting their fair share. Nobody's really standing out. And so when that, so now all of a sudden that ratio looks way worse. Now, if I was somebody that purchased in that area because I asked and said, I want to buy in the best location, I'd be almost hitting the panic button, right? I'm, I'm stressing out and I'm thinking, what the heck's going on? I, I, this was really good when I bought, but now things have changed. Well, that's what happens. Those things change all the time and they change in all areas for all different reasons. And so, in fact, I was just talking to, I was actually going to do an entirely, talk about an entirely different subject today when I came to you on our podcast, but I was talking to somebody who works at Turnkey, has been there for a long time. 
he was telling me that he's in the market and he was picking my brain of saying of, of locations. He wanted to know what I felt like were the most profitable locations around the, around the country right now. And he said, you know, I had a conversation with our revenue department and turnkeys, if you don't know, a huge management company, one of the biggest management companies in the nation. And, you know, so they see lots of properties, lots of different areas and the revenue department has access to how much money everybody's making. And he went to that revenue department and said, Hey, help me, help me figure out the, the best locations. And he told me, you know, it was, I, I was, nobody could give me a good answer. And there's a reason for that because what happens is the, these, the revenue changes all the time and you have to understand different things. You have to understand what really makes a, pro, a, a property profitable in a location. What makes a location or specific property type profitable? Because it's not, because if you're just looking at acquisition costs versus nightly rate, that's, that's going to change. It could be profitable today and tomorrow it's not going to be profitable. That doesn't work with a long-term investment. So I challenge you to ask different questions so that you're not like the, even the person who worked that I talked to today that worked at Turnkey. Their revenue department can't even give him a good answer of what the top locations are. It's because they're not asking the right questions. And it's not just one question, guys. You have to understand what makes a location and property type profitable by understanding what the major profit drivers are in an area. Who are the major, what is the major demographic and, and target audience that's coming to that area? What are they looking for? What can you do to personally add profitability to the property? Right? What are some of the things that you can add to that fairy tale and create this unique experience that you, so you're not commoditized with a property type and a location? If all things being the same, you're, you're, just, you're just a commodity, right? If you're not gonna do something to add profitability to that profit, what can you do to market and stand out in a crowded marketplace? I don't care whether the area you're investing in is ranked at the top of one of those lists or not. Markets are going to get more and more saturated. This is a preferred way of travel. This is short-term rentals are becoming very mainstream. And so it doesn't matter what area you're in, you're gonna have more competition tomorrow than you do today. And when you're, when you're talking about a long-term investment, if your marketing plan and business plan is saying, I'm gonna pick a good area and I'm gonna throw it on the OTAs and do what everybody else is doing and just try to compete on price, you probably shouldn't get into this business. You need to ask the questions and, and understand how you can add value and how you can run this as a business. All of those different questions will help you better determine the most profitable markets for you. When somebody asks me that question, I always challenge them to ask different questions. And I always tell them to start with the locations that they enjoy, the locations that they like. Because the best part is, guys, there's not just one location. There's not 10, there's not 100 across the country of great markets to own vacation rentals. There are thousands. And there are pros and cons in every market. So you need to learn how to peel back the layers of the onion and really understand the key profit drivers in any particular area so that you're not dependent on what the market is doing to dictate your profitability. And what I mean by that is you really need to dive into, like, like I said before, of you know, pick an area you like so you understand it, right? Under, you you want to, it doesn't have to be in your backyard. I'm not saying have it be in your backyard because, so you're familiar with the area. Pick the type of area you like to go to because the profitability of your property, there's a reason why we focus on three major aspects in this game, the acquisition phase, the setup and, and management phase, and the marketing phase. 
because you have to understand all three of those key aspects. Owning a vacation rental is like owning a little business. And you, you can't just, it, it's way more than just buying a right, the property and, and dic- letting the market dictate what you're doing. And so as you start to peel back the layers of the onion and ask some of those questions, you want to be part of your target audience. I particularly love the mountains. I particularly love fly fishing, right? And so I have a couple properties that I like that and that we have that we that revolve around that. And it first of all, I understand it, right? So when I'm looking, I can I can say, okay, you know what? If I if I was coming here as an end user, there I can recognize some of those things that I could do to add profitability to the property itself. You know, there's things that I could do to, to deliver a better fairy tale and create a unique experience. That adds to your profitability. There are things that I could look at location-wise and say, okay, you know what? I, the, the, the proximity to this particular amenity or, or river or whatever else, and it, could, it doesn't have to be a river, but in this example, let's say it's a, a specific river or multiple rivers. Do I want to be in the middle of four or five different you know, fly fishing rivers that I can go to and that location is great for that or do I want to be right on the water, for example. Um, and so things that I would recognize and say, okay, if I'm coming here for this reason, how does that location stack up to something else that I'm looking at? What can I do? How, do I understand the marketing that it takes to stand out in a crowded marketplace, right? All of those different things are what are going to help you do, have a profitable property. And it's not market specific. It's not location specific. It doesn't mean you can go to every location and buy whatever property you want and it's going to be profitable. And I think that that sometimes when we ask the question, what are the best locations to invest in? We're looking for a little bit of the easy button. We're looking to say, you know, I, I just want a profitable area. And I talk to people all the time. They say that. And you can't you can't judge it that way, really. There's, there's literally thousands of areas. And you should be investing in areas that you like, right? Warren Buffett always says he only invests in companies that he would buy their products. And, and I feel the same way about vacation rentals. I'm only buying my, I'm going to follow a very specific blueprint and a plan buying my property and my students and our members they have the they follow that same plan but guess what our portfolios look completely different and they're we all have profitable portfolios but they're not all the same and they're not in all the same locations so it's not location specific it's not it it, you know it's more of understanding how to run this as a business you have to understand those other questions so i'm really i really want to challenge you to do that i really want to challenge you to to figure out what makes a location or a specific property type profitable? What are the major profit drivers in an area? Do you understand what those are and who's coming to see them and how close they want to be to them? Right? If, if, you're, if there is a major profit driver, can you be a couple miles away or do you need to be right next to it? Or is it okay to be you know, further than that? You have to be able to get the answers to those questions when you're, when you're analyzing a location in an area. Do condos do better than single family homes? Do you know how to do that? Those are the those are the questions that will help you have a profitable property because markets are going to change. Markets are going to are going to go up and go down and you if you're always in a race to the bottom and as as inventory grows and your only marketing tactic is price and you bought in a great area but now it's really saturated you're going to be scratching your head saying, man, I don't know. I don't, I don't really think I made a good decision here. This doesn't seem like a really good investment opportunity. Yet somebody down the street might have a, a completely different conversation because they understand that, right? One of the greatest things about 
short-term vacation rentals that I feel like is unique to um, to to this um, vehicle in real estate versus other long-term real estate investments is we have the ability to maximize the asset. And what I mean by that is if you, if we each own a, a long-term rental, for example, or even a, a, a even a commercial property or a multifamily unit, and let's say we both own a duplex and in the same town on the same street and in the same condition. So location being equal, property being equal, neither one of us are going to make a whole lot more money than the other person because it is markets. It is, there is a market rent for you and you're going to have that location and property type is going to, to command a very specific market rent. And it's going to be, it's going to be linear, right? The income on those types of properties is very linear. Vacation rentals, it's not as linear. And it is very likely that we could both, each of us could own a property on a lake and we both in the same location on the same lake and next door to each other, property types being very similar. So location, property type being equal, one of us could make double the money the other person makes. And it's, that should show us why that, so it's not location and property specific, right? It's not the, the, each of us are in the same area. Each of us are, have the same property in the same location, but one of us understands the profit drivers. One of us understands our target audience. One of us understands how to deliver that fairy tale. One of us understands how to market in a crowded, in a crowded marketplace, how to stand out in that crowded marketplace. And so answering those questions will help you answer the question of where is the most profitable where where should I be investing? But more importantly, how do I own a profitable property? What can I do to maximize that asset? So guys, that's all I've got for you today. That's my little ramble today. Next week, I'll be coming back with another member interview. And um, as always, if you learned anything, got any value at all from this episode, we always appreciate the shares, any reviews that you leave us, and, in, and any subscriptions to our podcast. And as always, we'll see you back next week for another episode of the Lifestyle Asset University podcast. Cheers. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Lifestyle Asset University podcast. Share this with other people you think need to hear about it. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Hey Grace, is there a website? Yes! For more amazing content and expert advice, visit lifestyleassetuniversity.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.